Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our award-winning podcast, where today we'll be diving into a hot topic in the world of tech and machine learning. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today, we're going to unravel a paper that's breaking new ground in the realm of computer vision and human-computer interaction. It's titled 3D Pose Estimation of Two Interacting Hands from a Monocular Event Camera. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, let's set the stage. Computer vision, for the uninitiated, is the field that enables computers to see and interpret the world as we do through images and video. One of the most nuanced challenges here is understanding the precise movements and positions of human hands. Now, hands are incredibly complex. They can move quickly, interact with each other, and sometimes even one hand is blocking the view of the other, known technically as occlusion. The paper we're discussed tackles these challenges head on. The team, led by Kristen Miller-Dure and hailing from the Max Planck Institute for Informatics and Related Institutions, have found a way to accurately track two hands in 3D as they move and interact, using what's known as a monocular event camera. This is noteworthy because until now, the go-to solution for tracking 3D hand movements has been to use standard RGB cameras, basically the same kind of cameras you'd find on your smartphone. But here's the kicker. Those RGB cameras, they're not great in low light, and fast movements cause a blur that can confuse our 3D models. That's where event cameras come in. Event cameras, a cutting-edge type of sensor, work differently than traditional cameras. Instead of taking pictures at regular intervals, they focus on changes in lighting. They capture information only when the pixels in their field of view detect a change in brightness. Now, Jen, imagine you're in a dimly lit room and your hands are moving quickly. An RGB camera would struggle here. It could either capture very dark images or try to compensate and then be plagued by motion blur. But an event camera would just capture the key info, the changes pixel by pixel. This uniquely suits them for dark environments and high-speed action without the typical blur. The challenge which this paper addresses is that we can't take the methods we've developed for RGB cameras and use them as is with event camera data. We need a fresh approach, and this research presents just that. Their approach deals with another pesky issue. When two hands interact, it's tough to tell which is which. The left hand, right hand ambiguity. And to avoid creating a virtual model where your hands appear to fuse together, sort of like a bad sci-fi movie, they've even integrated a way to ensure that the models of the hands stay distinct. On top of that, the paper introduces new data sets that are pivotal for further research. They provide a synthetic data set plus a real-world data set with real events and ground truth annotations. That's right. This means others in the field can hit the ground running to test and develop new methods. Before we go any further, let's also clarify that 3D pose estimation is essentially the process of determining the spatial positions of each part of the hand, where each joint is and at what angle. This technique has practical applications that can affect our daily lives from improving sign language translation to making more sophisticated and intuitive virtual reality experiences. So today, we're going to break down the how and why of this paper, the complexities behind the techniques they've used, and the big picture implications of this research on the world. Strap in, listeners. It's going to be an educational ride as we decode 3D pose estimation of two interacting hands from a monocular event camera. Detailed discussion continues, 
based on provided text and research field. Have you ever waved at a friend and accidentally poked yourself in the eye? Or tried to high-five someone only to high-five your own hand somehow? It sounds like you've got a case of the two-hand tango confusion. But fear not, friends. Introducing Handy Vision, the company born from the groundbreaking paper 3D Pose Estimation of Two Interacting Hands from a Monocular Event Camera. That's right. With Handy Vision's patented HandTrack AR gloves, powered by state-of-the-art event camera technology, you can wave, clap, and jazz hand with unprecedented accuracy, all while looking like a cybernetic superhero. Gone are the days of embarrassing virtual handshakes where your digital avatar awkwardly merges with your gaming buddies. HandTrack R keeps things separate. Plus, you'll be the life of the party during virtual hangouts. Play charades and watch your friends gasp in amazement as not a single mime move goes unmissed. Handy Vision, giving you a helping hand in the virtual world so your physical one doesn't need to flail in despair. Order now and we'll throw in a free thumb drive because we love a good pun and you need somewhere to store your dazzling handiwork. Visit HandyVision.com today. Don't let your hands be misunderstood any longer. Welcome, everyone, to this exciting episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're diving into a groundbreaking paper that's turned the digital world on its ear. It's titled Virtual Pets, Animatable Animal Generation in 3D Scenes. Right, Jen. Our furry, scaly, and feathered friends have hopped and flown right into the digital age. The team behind this research, from prestigious institutions like UIUC, UC Merced, Snap Research, and University of Toronto, has developed a way to generate realistic 3D animal motions that are aware of their virtual environment. These are not just static models, Tom. These pets can move, and not randomly either. They interact with the 3D space as if they know what's around them. Exactly, Jen. It's significant because it addresses one of the biggest challenges in 3D modeling, creating dynamic, lifelike motions that sync beautifully with virtual environments, which is crucial for industries like movie production, AR, VR development, and gaming. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of their methodology and findings, let's talk about why this paper is pivotal. One major barrier has been the shortage of 3D motion data that's paired with detailed environment geometry. They managed to sidestep the problem of data scarcity by extracting motion information from a much more accessible source, internet videos, which showcase a variety of activities across different settings. To pull it off, they had to overcome a few hefty challenges. They couldn't rely on traditional structure for motion approaches because they don't handle deformable objects well. Then there's the need for transferability of the motions, respecting both the anatomy of the animal and the geometry of the environment, all while ensuring a diverse range of movements. So how do they do it? Well, they start by constructing a shared template learning model for the target animal species using deformable neural radiance fields, or NERFs, to learn the articulated 3D shape across videos. Right? And then they fine-tune these models per video while also reconstructing the static backgrounds. With these models, they train a conditional 3D motion generation framework that understands the trajectory and articulation of the animal in context of the 3D background. Let's get technical for a moment. The core of this research utilizes these deformable NERFs, 
alongside a trajectory VAE, variational autoencoder, and an articulation VAE. These autoencoders learn the motion trajectory of a cat, that's their chosen subject, and then the corresponding articulation of that trajectory. They've tested their approach using a collection of cat videos. Tom, I know you're more of a dog person, but even you have to admit the results are pretty compelling, both quantitatively and qualitatively. Certainly can't argue with that, Jen. They've shown that the trained model can generalize motions to unseen cats and new indoor environments, generating these 4D models that are temporally coherent. Potentially, this pipeline could lead to a new era where generating a realistic 3D motion for any species is easier, cheaper, and requires less manual labor. This is massive for any field that relies on virtual characters and animations. It's a big leap, Jen. The implications of this could stretch far and wide. More immersive movies and games, better training simulations, and even new ways to study and understand animal movement. As we wrap up today's episode, Tom, it's clear this paper is significant, not just for its technical achievements, but for its potential to revolutionize how we create and interact with digital worlds. Indeed, Jen. The team's innovative approach to extract and generate lifelike 3D motions could be the very thing that propels us into a future filled with virtual pets that are as lively and interactive as their real-world counterparts. And with that, we'll bring this episode to a close. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you're leaving with a newfound appreciation for the digital paws and claws shaping our virtual landscapes. Till next time, keep pondering the limitless bounds of the virtual horizon. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Are you ready to leap into a world where your wildest interspecies friendships come true? Welcome to Perfect Pals. At Perfect Pals, we bring the digital companionship game to the next level. Want a tiger in your living room that you don't have to feed? Done. A dolphin in your bathtub without the wet mess? Easy peasy. Our revolutionary tech from the Virtual Pets Research lets you have any animal, real or imaginary, as a virtual sidekick. They'll react to your furniture, play with virtual toys, and never leave a scratch. Dazzle your friends with a pet dragon that curls up in your fireplace, or a mini giraffe that cozies up on your couch. Perfect, pals, because who hasn't wanted a 3D unicorn that helps you binge watch your favorite shows? No feeding, no cleaning, just pure, unadulterated, virtually cuddly fun. Tap into the app and tap into the future of companionship. Perfect Pals, where companionship gets virtual and reality gets a tail. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of our Deep Dive podcast, where we explore cutting-edge research in the technology world. This episode is quite electrifying as we tackle a paper that merges the domains of autonomous driving and artificial intelligence in a novel way. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we'll be unpacking the paper titled Drive LM, Driving with Graph Visual Question Answering. This research addresses some critical issues in the field of autonomous driving, and fundamentally, it proposes a new method to help self-driving cars understand and navigate complex road environments. Right off the bat, Jen, this paper is groundbreaking because it challenges the status quo of how autonomous cars perceive and react to their surroundings. Current autonomous driving systems rely heavily on pinpoint accuracy from sensors and struggle with unpredicted scenarios, like a child chasing a ball onto the street. Exactly, Tom. 
This paper introduces the concept of graph visual question answering, or GVQA, which leverages vision language models that are pre-trained on a vast amount of web data to enhance how self-driving cars generalize new information and communicate with us, humans. To give you all a better idea, the research presents a graph-structured framework where the decision-making process of a self-driving car is broken down into interconnected question-answer pairs covering object identification, prediction of movements, and planning safe driving actions. The implications of this are huge. If cars can understand a scene like we do, as a series of logical questions and answers, they could maneuver more safely and, crucially, explain their actions in a way humans understand. The authors hope this will lead to better decision-making and trust in autonomous vehicles. So let's dig into the core of the research. The paper lays out clear objectives detailing how this GVQA method is implemented. The methodology involves teaching a baseline autonomous driving agent, which is called DriveLM agent, to navigate using these structured question-answer pairs. And it's not just a theoretical proposition, they've tested it. The paper goes into the extensive methodology, including a new data set for training called DriveLM data, and evaluation metrics defined as DriveLM metrics that measure the agent's performance in perceiving, reacting, and planning within the driving context. The results are promising, too. The DriveLM agent performed on par with, and sometimes better than, many current state-of-the-art driving models, particularly when it came to handling new or unseen objects and situations. You know, what's fascinating is that they also took into account different types of objects, stationary and moving, and a variety of sensor setups that mimic different data quality and completeness. This really speaks to the robustness of the proposed system. And we can't forget to talk about those implications. The success of DriveLM suggests a potential new direction for designing autonomous driving systems. It points to a future where cars can more effectively adapt to new environments, explain their actions in human terms, and potentially integrate more naturally with human drivers. Right? So, in our conclusion, what we're seeing is a real stride towards aligning machine perception with how we humans navigate complex scenarios. This hybrid approach of vision and language processing could be a game changer for making autonomous driving safer and more reliable. Have you ever wished your car could just speak to you, like during your last road trip to Nowhereville, when you got utterly and hopelessly lost? Introducing Chit Chat Drive, the zany new car companion service inspired by the revolutionary Drive LM. Our cars don't just drive you, they talk you through every twist, turn, and tumble of the journey. Imagine a self-driving car that not only avoids squirrels with ninja-like reflexes, but also tells you why. I swerved 0.3 meters to avoid a squirrel named Sam. I named him Sam. Or picture a traffic jam scenario where your car sympathizes with you. I too dream of the open road, Susan. Let's play I Spy to pass the time. Chit Chat Drive doesn't just get you from A to B. No, no, it's an adventure, a nonstop gabfest on wheels. Worried about hackers? Our Chit Chat Drive cars are as tight-lipped as a clam when it comes to your secrets but they'll divulge the juicy details of every pothole's life story. Subscribe now, and we'll throw in our special feature, Dr. Drive's Psychology Corner, where your car delves deep into the psyche of neighboring drivers. The blue hatchback over there? Definitely a Capricorn. So buckle up for safety and convivial chit-chat with Chit Chat Drive, where every trip is both a TED Talk 
and a comedy sketch. It's the future, folks. Loud, proud, and with an optional mute button. Chit Chat Drive, driving you crazy in a good way. Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we'll dive into a fascinating research paper titled Tagaline, Improving Vision Language Alignment with Multitag Classification. Absolutely, Jen. Now, what makes this paper significant in the field of artificial intelligence is its approach to enhancing how vision language models understand and process visual and linguistic data together. To give some context, vision language models like CLIP are incredible tools for things like text-to-image generation and understanding multimodal tasks, making the AI interpret images and text as one. But the challenge has been the so-called course alignment, meaning the models struggle with localizing and understanding specific objects and their attributes in images. Exactly, Tom. That's where Tagaline steps in. It proposes an innovative approach to enhance the alignment of image and text features without needing extra data annotations, a significant step forward since data annotation is labor-intensive and often lacks scalability. Right, and the new method involves parsing out objects and attributes from text descriptions, all using an automated large language model. So it's pretty efficient and scalable. The methodology is supremely interesting. After parsing the objects and attributes, they use these to complement the typical image text contrastive loss with a multi-tag classification loss. And the results are showing an average improvement of 3.65% over existing models in semantic segmentation datasets which is pretty impressive. They carried out extensive experimental results across various datasets. Plus, the visualization results are encouraging as well, showing a clearer and more precise localization of objects when their attributes were specified. The methodology is exciting as it doesn't require extra data formats beyond the typical image text pairs we see in datasets. This simplicity could mean a lot for scalability and application in real-world scenarios. Moving to the paper's objectives, there's a clear aim to overcome the course alignment problem present in existing vision language models. Indeed, Jen and they approached this not only by positing an automated tag parsing pipeline, but also by showing how these tags can be used as a supervision signal for better aligning images and text. As for the techniques used, the researchers employed a large language model to parse these tags automatically, building upon the model's capability to understand and follow instructions. They also introduced a lightweight projector in the methodology to process these patch embeddings coming from the image encoder, all the while maintaining the actual vision and language encoders fixed during training. The key results really stand out. Not only did they achieve better semantic segmentation, but they also proved that attribute supervision could significantly refine the localization of objects specified in text descriptions. And these findings have profound implications, particularly in fields that rely heavily on computer vision and language processing, like autonomous vehicles, content filtering, and even assistive technologies. Plus, the tag-align method could lead to a more efficient way of training such vision language models since it doesn't depend on manually annotated datasets. To conclude, Tagaline could very well be a revolutionary step in achieving a more nuanced understanding between visual content and textual descriptions. It's indeed a strong contribution to the field, and we're curious about where it will take future research and application. If you're as captivated by this paper as we are, check out their project page 
for more in-depth insights and visual demonstrations. That's all for today's episode. Don't forget to hit subscribe for more deep dives into cutting-edge research. See you next time. Thanks for joining us, and keep exploring the world with curiosity. Hey, listeners. Have you ever wished your smartphone could really understand those dog photos you keep taking? Introducing Pause and Reflect, the groundbreaking app brought to you by the minds behind Tag Align, revolutionizing the pet picture game. In an overly dramatic tone, feeling blue? Pause and Reflect knows if your dog is just not into that sad doggo playlist you keep playing. Or maybe you're wondering if Mr. Whiskers appreciates his fancy new bow tie. Our app provides real-time feedback on your cat's fashion sense. Just snap a photo and let our AI work its magic, combining the power of vision and language like peanut butter and jelly, or should we say, like cats in cardboard boxes. But wait, there's more. If you download now, you'll also get our exclusive feature, Barkify, which translates your pet's photogenic moments into hilarious captions. Turn that sassy tail wag into internet gold. Pause and reflect, because every pet's a critic. Download today and finally understand if your pet thinks you're a good human or just meh. Pause and reflect, where every whisker twitch means more than you think. Welcome to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we're diving into an exciting paper called Headcraft, Modeling High-Detail Shape Variations for Animated 3DMMs by researchers from the Technical University of Munich and other institutions. This paper is a thrilling example of how recent advances in 3D modeling are shaking things up in the world of computer graphics and beyond. Jen, why don't you start us off with the context? Absolutely, Tom. This paper is significant because it tackles a long-standing problem in creating 3D head models, maintaining high-fidelity detail, and allowing for animation control simultaneously. Yes, and one of the key concepts here is the 3D morphable model, or 3DMM, which is essentially a mathematical model that represents the shape and appearance of human heads in 3D. They've used something called Flame, Tom, which is an example of a 3DMM that has been historically crucial for animations and tracking facial expressions. Now, for anyone new to this, when we talk about vertex displacements or semantic face masks, we're looking at the ways models can be altered or controlled to change expressions and shapes. Precisely. In layman's terms, think about it like molding clay, but in a digital form, where every tiny adjustment contributes to the overall expression and look of the head model. Now, onto the core of our discussion. The team's objective was to improve the detail and animation of head models. They started by registering a detailed template model to a data set of 3D head scans. The methodology is fascinating, Tom. They used a two-stage training approach with StyleGAN, a generative adversarial network, to capture the variations in facial shapes. That's right, Jen. And their key findings? They produced a model that not only brings high detail into play, but also allows for animation and a wide variety of hairstyles, all with just a depth sensor image as input. Moving on to implications, the potential impacts here are monumental. This can transform the way we do virtual try-ons, medical simulations, and even cinematics in video games. For our conclusion, we can't stress enough the importance of what this paper presents. It's a milestone in 3D modeling, merging detail preservation with animation readiness. 
This paper has wowed us with its innovation and potential. The researchers have truly pushed the boundaries of what can be achieved with animated 3D head models. And Jen, its relevance also stretches to AI, suggesting possibilities for more realistic interactions with digital humans in various applications. That wraps up today's episode. Join us again as we explore more cutting-edge research that's revolutionizing our digital world. I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, listeners. This episode is brought to you by Headcraft's Custom Craniums. Ever dreamed of having a Roman emperor's chiseled jawline? How about an elfish ear for that perfect Legolas cosplay? Fear not, your oddly specific wishes are now a 3D printed reality with custom craniums, using the magic of highly detailed shape variations for animated 3D MMs. You can swap your noggin features like you change your socks. Daily, we hope. Want to prank your friends with an unexpected nose? Or impress at the family reunion with a striking new hairline? Just snap a pic with your phone, adjust the sliders for forehead fortitude or cheekbone chickness, and voila, new head, who dis? Delivery is snappy, too. Thanks to our headcraft drones, you'll get your new head parts just in time for that hot date or the grand opening of your home's private sculpture gallery. And if you thought that was all, think again. For the animators among you, our Animate Ease technology brings your wildest facial expressions to life without a single wrinkle, on your real face, that is. So don't delay. Change your head today. Call 1-800-CRANIUM or visit customcraniums.com and craft your head your way. Disclaimer, Headcraft Custom Craniums is not responsible for existential crises that may occur upon seeing oneself with unexpectedly pointed ears. Music